Yo, 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 we are back for another dope episode of your favorite late night podcast that we sometimes shoot during the day. I'm Nate Galloway. I'm Adrian Brandybird. And some birds. Shout out to the day ones. Y'all know what time it is. Another dope episode of Late Night with Nate and Adrian. Please like subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Boogie! Yes, sir. We are back. You know, I apologize, y'all, for missing an episode last week. You know what was going on, Boogie? I, I was under the weather. I was I could I couldn't get the boogie. I couldn't oh, get it out properly. I couldn't do it. It feels good to be able to say that. You know, I was I was hella hella raspy i was out here sounding like gilly you goofy niggas i was sounding like that and i was like you know what i I can't i can't i I just i can't talk like that i was like but i'm back boogie you recommended a lot of good um homemade remedies i got i gotta tell you that you know uh for the listeners and those who are watching boogie has been in her remedy bag i was like yo these are top tier ancestral remedies you've been you've been hooking your boy up with so uh thank you thank you thank you thank you uh you got your boy right i'm back boogie i'm back oh god i'm glad you're back um and i'm also glad like you took heed to some of my suggestions my recommendations listen uh if i can help anybody avoid taking traditional western A man. Peel <laughs> that stuff. That that stuff. Then why not? Yeah, why not try it out? And see if it works for you. So. Elderberries for the win. <laughs> right for real. Seriously. No, I I appreciate it. You know, it's it's cool to to it's it's cool to see that those remedies have been passed out and that they're actually sticking sticking amongst the community. Because sure. one you know you don't feel so what's the word lethargic from taking uh yeah. the man's poison you know it felt good to be like yo i got a little a little a little boost yeah out here you know black women sharing their knowledge so natural you know, I, I appreciate it yeah. how you doing out here i'm good man i'm chilling uh apologize to the watchers the people that are watching i got this little line of light <laughs> that i've been trying to get off but <laughs> You know, we record during the day, so that's how it works sometimes. Hey, um, favorite late night podcast that we sometimes yeah. shoot during the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, climate weather is, you know, climate changing. Man, it boy, isn't it? <laughs> I uh down. I'm I'm forever surprised, but also never surprised when when we generally expect uh, a day or a month to to have you know the expected weather and then uh we hear that uh those things are not those (laughs) things are not happening so uh just taking advantage of all of this vitamin d before seasonal depression really hits uh a mofo so yeah i'm appreciating all of this heat warmth and also like questioning like What's about to happen? What's about to happen in the long run? Because I'm just about to go down. We know that. For you sure. know what it was? Everybody had to break out their summer clothes. Let me get these out the out the the hamper real quick. You know, let me throw these in the wash. Wear this one more good time, man. Because you know you gotta gotta enjoy this weather, but also 
just know our days are numbered, you know, just, you know, <laughs> our days are numbered, the little use, yeah. you might not uh, reach your adulthood as if, because climate change, it, like you said, climate change is climate change. Not our, not our problem. <laughs> no, it's just kidding. I won't be here. <laughs> but the, the, wait, y'all won't be here either. Yeah, they won't. They won't. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Although I, I wish, kidding but not kidding, you know, right. I kind of yeah. wish that there was, this This kind of makes sense, though, when you, you're seeing this push to to get to the moon or to get to space, Mars to, or whatever. To, to live yeah. in those places, because it's almost like they know that uh, we're not going to be here much longer. Uh, it it would be it would kind of be cool though to be that old person that is on like the space station that's like yeah I remember Earth you know it was cool you know that would be cool to be that person that's like now nah, I'm in space you know telling all the youths like gather ah. around while Pop Pop tells you what it used to be on Earth fifty two you know whatever right. the planet would be called I think that would be kind of cool yeah that'd be kind of cool but I'm okay with uh, not being. <laughs> I mean transition because you also have to remember just like a lot of new things that okay. has happened there's going to be a bunch of failures this and is true a bunch of people that was like i want to be the first and then you see what happens when they are the first well see i don't want to be the first okay. i want to be see calculating my age and everything by the time they get this real like, successfully planned out i'll probably be like the hundredth or yeah. whatever it's like so i'm okay with going yeah. on like the hundredth mission it's been planned now a couple other people got blown up but not me i'm right. here and sorry for the lives that were lost but we had to lose some people to get to the hundredth mission. That's just kind of how that works, unfortunately. You know. Yeah. Well, that's how it be sometimes. How I'm you okay feeling this week? I'm I'm good. You know. So you know, I'm feeling feeling better. You know, yeah. any cost that y'all might hear, it's it's not it's not the cost from from last week. That's just you know, like the smoke. Right. You know. <laughs> this is a, this is regular cough. Yeah, this, this is a regular, regular cough. This is not the cold cough. Um, right. But. Uh, I'm good, you know, Boogie. I've been going through this moment of trying to work on my patience. Like I've been Ooh. really trying, because you know me, but you know me, Boogie. Yeah. Listeners, viewers, y'all know me. Sometimes I can be a little high strung. Sometimes, right? I, I, can, I can just be like, "Yo, Nate, chill. Like, take it down." So I'm, I'm trying to work on not flying off the handle. When it comes to small things, so I, I mean, very proactive. So I was like, you know what? Let's look for things that will help you de-stress. So I googled, okay, de-stress mechanisms, and you know what I saw, Boogie? What I saw, crocheting, and I was like, Whoa. you know what? I like beanies. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I could crochet a beanie. But I was like, you know what? A beanie is that's like top tier crochet level. That's like people who've been who've been crocheting for years for a minute so yeah. i was like you know what i got a homie she crochets and she was like yo before you get into this this crochet you got so you got to know the ways of the crochet you got to know the ways and i was like okay what are the ways she was like first things first she was like you must once you go down this path there's no going back and i was like okay and i was like what does that mean exactly there is and she yeah. was like once you join the crochet gang, you crochet for life. And I was like, Ooh. okay, crochet for life. You know, real niggas crochet. You know, so I was like, okay, cool. I didn't know that there was a crochet versus knitters beef like this. Mm. She was like, once you get jumped in, 
you you gang gang for crochet mm. again crochet for life and the, apparently crochet and in the community it is 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 deep like the beef is real i didn't know that i um i, I crocheted i crocheted i started crocheting like a a nice little second a couple years ago because i was like because i was like man this is kind of cool i kind of do this and i made you know a square and right, i was right. like uh i don't know if i can keep doing this <laughs> right right we're building to this okay so yeah. we get to this point right so i was like okay gang gang i'm all in yeah. you know she was like they're not needles they're hooks and i was like okay she's yep. like knitters have needles we use hooks and i was like oh it's, it's that serious yeah so i learned the terminology reported back so i was like okay i went out here and i purchased a a kit you know mm -hmm. a kit for beginners i was mm -hmm. like you know like, what little cute little little animal do i want to do mm -hmm. what's something easy bought an owl ten dollars on amazon because i was like i'm not about to go out here and invest a whole lot of money into something mm -hmm. that might not stick with your boy you know right. you know let's just let's be real here let's not yeah. waste money on stuff yeah so the knitting kit arrives you know okay. and i was like let me take a let me take a nice little night nap let me be prepared for for what's about to happen i'm like i'm well rested had a nice little J. I i was like ooh, patience we about to we about to get it so you know, they have this little uh, barcode you can scan. It's like, scan this if you've never knitted. It's great for beginners. First off, they lied. They lied. Anything that says this is for beginners is really not for beginners. It is not for beginners. Okay. I also understand why the $30 kit costs $30 and why a $10 kit costs $10. Yeah. This yarn was unraveling so much. I, I had mm. the I had the little hand thing, right? I was like, okay, I got it. I'm holding the yarn the right way. Got my little hook. I'm mm. doing it. It was the first knot. I could not get the first knot, Boogie. It was driving me crazy. Okay. I kept rewinding the video, going back. I was like, okay, how do I make the, what is it? The magic, what is it called? Uh, the magic circle? Or mm -hmm. uh, I was like, how do I make the square knot? How do mm -hmm. I make the magic circle? Mm -hmm. I was like, this goddamn owl. I was like, this is supposed to help me with my patience. How is the thing that's supposed to help me with my patience causing me to lose more of my patience? <laughs> <laughs> like it was really bugging me so yeah. i just that doesn't like, add up it doesn't i was like this this is not working at all and i was like you know what crochet is not for me it's just not for me and so just like that i just i ended up turning on mario kart and i was just like ah i'm about to light some people up with some red shells bloop 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 and i was like ah patience stress relief <laughs> Hey, you you have to find out. you you have to find what works for you. Not every not every hobby <laughs> lobby that you go to Craftsman Michaels, you go into the it could it could be very cumbersome. It it's it it's a lot of overwhelming just a whole bunch of crafts where you just like, yo, hey. <laughs> let me go back to what I know. Let me I'm gonna stick to painting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> something easy watercolors pastels acrylics you know yeah that's, I, I that's also, my medium so <laughs> i also understand why the blankets the people crochet cost so much i understand why the hats oh, yeah. i get it because i get it if it takes this much to get the knot 
Yeah. I under, I'm paying the price. Seventy five dollars for this blanket. Yep, it's worth it. Okay, I understand. Yeah. I get it. I understand why crocheters charge so much. So kudos to all those who crochet. Yeah, kudos to you guys. <laughs> oh man, honestly, that that could have and or uh, quite possibly. Oh wait, hold on. Before we get into that, you know, it is it is uh, Halloween's weekend. So yes, you know, is. what you, you getting out here? You doing anything? Are you about to monster mash in these streets? What's going on? That's going to be a negatory out in these <laughs> Philly streets because I feel like Halloween is an everyday occurrence uh, out here. Right. Out here in this city. So I'm going I'm to make sure that I reside in the house that 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 I've been uh, paying these <laughs> these years and keep it real safe. I might I might step out to a little a day soiree. But okay. there would be no evening plans. <laughs> no nighttime uh, your digs, Whoa. huh? There would be no nighttime excursiones <laughs> out here. I promise you that. Um, what about so yourself? During this daytime uh, stepping out, are are we going in costume? What What's the... Uh, That'll what's be the a... It's a natural costume that okay, I, I put on every time I step out. Uh, Going as a bill-paying adult? Okay, right. I see you. I see you, <laughs> I see you out here. Who's scary? I saw a couple of videos. I saw a couple of videos of people putting like signs like i'm i'm setting up for halloween and they was like bills oh <laughs> car note car note oh. rent like right. oh scary right oh um well, no i'm not I'm, uh no nah, i'm this this is the attire you know right. uh because this is whatever this weather is flannel and beanie yeah you no know, might pop out and uh grab something to eat might go to a movie but outside of that, no, I am, I am uh, turning all the lights off, yeah. and don't come to this house. Do not ring the doorbell. Skip and go to the next one. Because you know, I grew up in that uh, that churchy household, and although oh, yeah. I haven't been to church in quite some time, it still sticks with you to certain degrees. The only ghost in here is the Holy Ghost. Y'all, y'all used know. to do the, the what, what was the, the Hallelujah Hall- night. Hallelujah, that's what it was. <laughs> Which is the exact same thing. You just get, you get to dress up as gospel characters and still whoa, get to whoa, 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 whoa. What are what are gospel characters? Oh, okay. There's top tier. Okay, okay. Moses. There's a lot of Moseses. Oh, I went as Moses one year. I had the beard. I had my dad's robe, and I had oh, on some Nikes. God. Didn't have any sandals. I was in there with the Nikes and the staff. Um, you go as Jesus. He you know, said, "I don't got no chancletas, but I did uh, not have any of the chancletas." Uh, Jesus <laughs> is a, is a top tier one as okay, well. Okay, okay. Um, you could go as uh, Mary Magdalene. There's a lot of ladies who want as Mary. Mm. Um, you could go as Ruth. You know, if you're if you're a young lady. Um, I don't know none see. of these characters. It's not a lot of ladies that I know. Um, you could go as some of the disciples. Okay. You know, you go as the Roman soldiers. Don't know why he would go as one of them, but you could. Mm. Um, let's see, who else could you go as? There's, there's I mean, okay. You know, biblical. There's only so many biblical characters you could go as. You could, I'm a little boy who gave Jesus the fish. You know, you could, you could go. <laughs> you, 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 you could do that, but um, it was non-demonic characters. It was okay. stuff like that. All right. If you didn't go as biblical, it was like okay, a lot of uh baby elmos 
things like that. Just nothing. Noah. Gruesome. Yeah, Noah. I wanted Noah one year. Um, you know, you could. There's tons of people. It's yeah, really but inspiring. I I'm always I'm always for the non gruesome uh, costumes in general. I, I like that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a scary I'm a scary ass person who I, I just posted not too long. I ago. saw that it was very funny. like when we say I want to watch Halloween movies, nigga. I'm not talking about Saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about the Courage, the Conjuring, the Purge. Yeah, I'm man. not talking about that. Who? Who watching that? Not me. No. So have you have you seen those at all? Like, will you never watch the Purge movie, or is it like? No, I think I saw I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Didn't see that, that was the last time I was like, yeah, I think I'm never watching any of these <laughs> type of movies it's just again. Too much. Like, it's just too much gore, and I'm like, okay, some of them. I was like, after I so saw, I did see Saw. Yeah, I think I, I, I got I up to saw. what five, maybe I don't know what four or five. I was just like, okay, this is just too much at this point. Like, I don't want to pay to be scared like this. I prefer more of a thriller, you know, if it's a shoot 'em up type of thing, cool. But the horror, I'm like, uh, we can skip this. Yeah, that gore is just, I'm not a fan. So, yeah, I'm a Disney Halloween hocus, hocus pocus. pocus. You know what I'm saying? I, I tried to watch two, it was decent. Yeah, two was uh, I, I it finished was a hard, it, it was but hard. it was it, it was, was like y'all could have kept this. I'm a firm believer in don't do sequels twenty years later. You know, yeah. if they're not within that five ten year range, like we just probably should leave those alone. But yeah. I, I feel you though on the uh, let's keep it like let's keep it child, let's keep it Hallmark Disney for the the Halloween stuff. Yeah, you know? life is already real close Hard to enough. a lot of these movies. If you ask me, it's I'm I it's, you know, not. OK, so, yeah, I guess I might be a little scary, um, especially when it's when it wrong with that. To... Don't, say, don't say it like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm scary gang right here. Okay, okay so we, we big scary gang over here is right? I think it's because I don't like clowns because there have been killer clowns out here. People who huh. look them up. There have been those fair. serial killers out here. Yeah, fair. So it's one of those things where it's like. This is that one night where it's like, could you be that person? Because there are people who go on sprees. Because that's not, yeah, that's not this. That's why yeah. you will not catch me out there in the nighttime. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I I don't care anymore. That's not happening. We always turn the lights off, skip the house, and it was like devil's night. And it was like the night before mm-hmm. it was devil's night. And they would be out like burning burning houses burning like just be like the city would be on fire with like arson like so it's just like yo you stay you stay your ass in the house you either was either going to church for hallelujah night or he was you was in the crib and it was like they they like literally scared you like oh my god the demons are gonna get you so i'm just like you know what fear mongering that's That's oh it is 100 i'm just like you know what let's not do it but i've called it out though on numerous occasions i've been like yo how come I can dress up as like, you know, Jesus and still get candy, but I can't go as Spider-Man and go door to door. And it's yeah. always, yeah, we know where this candy is coming from because everyone, no one in the church is here to put razors or any of that stuff. So I, I get it because they always tell you, hey, when you take your kids trick or treating, check take the candy, candy to the yeah. emergency room. So I, I understand it, but I still was like, so could I just come here as Spider-Man? And still get candy from people from church. Why I gotta be a, a biblical character? 
Spider Man is a heathen. No, <laughs> mutants. Uh, who gives you mutations? Right. The devil. You know all that type of stuff. I was like, what if God wanted me to be a mutant? What if this this freaking you are a mutant? <laughs> Strength is from the Lord. But anyways, books. You know, I got a grinding of the gears. You know. Oh, you know what really grinds my gears. I actually got two. I actually got <clears throat> two. One of them is a grinding that kind of turned into a good situation okay. uh, last week. So you know. Sometimes I'll be like working out really good and I'm like, yo, you know what? Go treat yourself. And I decided to treat myself, <clears throat> excuse me, to a Big Mac. You know, I know it's not the, the greatest meal after you work out and all these things. I know what you're saying. Like, you shouldn't be eating McDonald's. I know. I don't eat it all the time. But this one time I was like, you know what? Go get a Big Mac. And you know how they always be cheating you? When it comes to the cheese. So I was like, you know, what? I got to set my order up properly. I was like, give me my extra piece of cheese and an extra Mac sauce because they, they sometimes be be messing you up. You know, they actually messed up my order, but in a good way, mm. in a good way, because, you know, I was feeling a little depressed. And I was like, you know what? Let's eat our way through this depression. And it's not a good thing. Not a good thing. But hey, sometimes sometimes you need it. Sometimes it happens. Seasonal depression is here. Sometimes you're there. But I'm also in the gym. Five times, I was about to mess up. Five times, <laughs> five times a week. I was supposed to say five times a day. No, I'm in the gym five times uh, a week. Five times, okay. <laughs> uh, I should, be, I should be five days, five days a week. Excuse me, I know that sounded terrible. I'm in there five days a week. I know I should be in there seven. I'm working well, up. Five to seven, times a week is pretty decent, but, though. Stop. You know. So my doctor said being her seven, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you five. We're going to work up to it. I should go today, but I don't have any clean gym clothes. And I'm probably not going to have any clean gym clothes tomorrow. But you better walk, walk in place at the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I do occasionally get up off the couch. I do the little squats and everything oh, like okay. that. So okay. we're still staying in motion here. That's but all that matters. McDonald's messed up my Big Mac. They actually put an extra patty on there and the extra mac sauce and the extra piece of cheese and i was like why is this thing so sloppy and i got like halfway through it and did not recognize that there was an extra patty on there and i was like why is this thing so big i was like oh my god someone added an extra patty and didn't charge me i was like the lord was looking out like the lord knew i was depressed he was like boom here you go so now I'm almost tempted to every time I go to get a Big Mac, I'm like, go ahead and throw that extra patty on there for your boy. Go ahead. This is a cheat day. Go ahead and throw that extra patty on there for your boy. <laughs> I know it's bad. I know it's bad because <laughs> it's like you're just canceling out your workout for the day. But I'm like, I'm going to work out extra hard the next day if I do it. But I was like, you know what? This should grind my gears. But it didn't. So I appreciate them for kind of messing it up but then kind of saving the day it worked out you know so boy the kudos. lord works in mysterious ways <laughs> kudos to the person that threw that extra patty on there now to the grinding of the gears that kind of irritates me um i watch a lot of creators videos you know grillers and things like that because i'm getting into my grilling bag boogie i'm turning into that mid 30s about to be 40s in like four years guy who's like grills i need nothing but grills on this little patio i need five grills so i'm watching videos of guys that have like five six grills and one creator in particular and it irritates me 
to my soul. And I only see this with a certain hue of of creators where they will put out a product called like bacon up or whatever on their grills. And I was like, you guys are buying bacon grease. I was like, what is going on here? Because, you know, Boogie, I'm sure, you know, you just much like my household, um, if you were a swine eater, you know, you were told to save that bacon grease because you can use that in this. You can use that in that. You can season this pan here. And I'm like, they found a way to finesse y'all into buying bacon grease. Now, I understand because one of the videos, the guy was like, where are you going to get 22 pounds of bacon grease at? For Obviously, if you're using 22 pounds of bacon grease, you might need a little bit of help to go out here and buy that from the store. But these little small refrigerated tubs or whatever, why are you buying this? Just save your bacon grease. And when I said that, it's almost like, you know, they're going to attack you. And I was like, let me just not even go to this page anymore because I know all y'all are going to be like, who saves bacon grease? Black people do. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people who do too. Probably white Southerners do. But I was just like, bro, stop buying bacon grease. Save that stuff, man. Like, save it. That, that just grinded my gears. It just, just irritated my soul. Like, why are you paying for stuff that you can... Uh, shouldn't irritate me but it did so i'm assuming you're you're gonna be going to people's homes this holiday season looking like you got bacon (laughs) grease here's a trick here's a trick freeze (laughs) your bacon grease so you can always have bacon grease hey I mean, I feel like most of the houses that I will be attending for the holidays, they already know this. <laughs> they, they already know this. They're going to be, be like, man, we got bacon grease, Crisco. We got regulars. <laughs> man, stop it. We got all of it. I mean, I feel like I feel like every, what is it, every black household, even like the Mexican households, even I, feel, I know some Indian homies, you have s- several staples of of the lars, the ghee, the grease, the butters. You have that. It's only certain hues of people who feel like I got to go out here and buy this. Like, stop doing that. But also, how come I didn't think of that? Like, this is just like, ugh. like, God, give me these types of ideas so I can finesse the, the everyday customer. I mean, you can do that. You can still do that. Just because, you know, it's a whole aisle of, b- of bread. That don't mean. Uh, you know yeah. what? Hmm. Let's see. Seasoned bacon grease. Well, 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 I'm trying to think. What's, what's a good name? Yeah. Hmm. Bubba Gump's bacon grease. <laughs> Because you want it to be like some Grease that's... on the go. There you go. Grease on the go. Copywritten. And look, if any of y'all come out here with Grease on the go, me and Boogie, we're going to come after y'all, okay? We got them top-notch lawyers out here. Real Don't quick. steal our idea. Yep. <laughs> Yo. Um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, it's time to get to tipping on the hat. Boogie! Who you got this week? I'm tipping my hat. I'm tipping my hat to none other than Victoria Monet. She's been on uh, a tear lately. Um, Shout out to her for covering the Essence magazine. She's spotlighting on Essence. She just did uh, the Tonight Show as well, performed on Tonight Show. So I want to shout out her and all of the things that she's been doing. She's been 
you know, doing her damn thing for a long time now, but uh, she's finally getting the recognition that she deserves. So it's funny that when you said her name or whatever, we, we, we were, I was kind of laughing. And you were like, what? Why are you laughing about this? Like when we were in um, the pre-setup. Yes. Because I had seen her name. Another another person that posted, oh, Victoria Monet. And I was like, who the hell is Victoria Monet? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing the name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did Janelle change her name? or something? I was like, was there a name change? I did not know because. Look, I'm I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna. I told you. I was like, Boogie, you're going to shame me. You're going to. Sh-. And I was like, What is she saying? What have I not heard? Then I saw someone post, and I was like, Again, seeing her on stage. I'm like, Okay, this is cool. But I'm like, Who the hell is Victoria Monet? So you know what? I'm going to because I know what you're gonna tell me. You're gonna be like, Nate, go listen to Victoria Monet. So I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go listen, and I'm gonna report back next week. I'm gonna be like, I checked her out. Yeah, she has a, a number of EPs. She just uh, released Jaguar 2. Um, she's okay. on tour right now, killing it. So, so yeah. do you recommend starting with Jaguar 1? Don't just go to 2? Like, what's the... What I mean... Do you, what, what's, what do you recommend? I, I tell people to always start in the beginning of their discography, just so you can get a, okay. a taste. But if you really just want to get an overall feel of what everybody's jamming, go to the first Jaguar, then hit up 2. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. I will, I will report yeah. back next week and be like, "Yo, this is because I, I want to be I want to be the hip and the no guy." Because I, so I seen someone on a concert and I was like, "Who is this?" Yeah, and you know she's she's bringing back. Well, she's already brought back. She's already had it, but it's just elevated R and B music where so it's real like, R and B. Like yeah, real it's just singing. real. It's just real. Real R&B. Can she, can she dance and sing at the same time, or is she yep. dancing with the track? She, she's playing? giving you the choreo with the vocals in the body. You know what I'm what? saying? Sounds yeah. like someone has a real A and R. What? Okay, I'm going to. I'm like I said. I'm going to report back next week. I'm going to be like, yo, I did it. Did my homework. <laughs> it just goes to show. Um, she's also a writer, so she's she used to write okay. songs for Ariana Grande and a whole bunch of other. You know, she's big name folks. So you know, she's good. She's good to go. So it's always dope when you see writers that transition. They're able to go from being, uh, what is it, backstage to being front and center. Mm-hmm. That's dope to see. You got like, people like the Dream, Neo, yeah. those people who can, who can actually do it. Because let's let's be real. There are some people who've done it, and you should have probably stayed in the back. But <laughs> for those who are successful at it, you know, it's always dope to see. Yeah, shout out to her. Who you got for your tip? Uh, excuse me. I'm going to tip to the editor-in-chief of British Vogue, Edward uh, Enenfell Obey. Uh, excuse me if I pronounced that wrong. Um, he's been uh, named the UK's most influential black person by Powerless uh, 2024. Uh, he made the list as the first black man to hold the top job at the British fashion magazine and is also the European European uh, editorial director of the media company Condé Nast. Uh, now in its 18th year, the Powerless celebrates people of African, African-Caribbean, and African-American heritage and highlights Black role models to young people. Others named to the list for 2024 include Dragon's Den star and podcaster Stephen Barlett, comedian Mo uh, Gilligan, entrepreneur Patricia Bright, and actor uh, Nukuti Gatwa. Uh, pardon me if I pronounced those wrong. 
Uh, previous people to make the list include seven-time Formula One champion Sir Lewis Hamilton and former children's uh, Laurette Mallory Blackman. So uh, kudos to that, brother. That's a pretty uh, pretty dope list and great company uh, to be a part of. So shout-out to to him and shout-out to uh, Victoria Monet. Tip the hat to those lovely black folks. Uh, let's pay some bills and we'll be right back. Let's... Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection. And the one that I get the most compliments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I got to tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com. And make sure you use that promo code, late night WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. All right, first bit for news you can or can't use for a uh, moment of silence here. You know, uh, Richard Roundtree just passed away here uh, yeah. a couple days ago. He was 81 years old, uh, so it was pancreatic cancer. It's definitely sad when um, we're losing our legends. You know, he was Shaft, you mm-hmm. know, the first black uh action hero superhero yeah. whatever you want to call him uh and he led the movement of so many other great black exploitation movies and he went on to have a phenomenal career um <clears throat> excuse me he was a voice for a lot of black actors as well yeah um he led the movement to get a lot of black people uh jobs um so it's just it's just sad sad to uh to see he also had um breast cancer um back in the day and he was one of the first men to come out and he talked about you know men getting themselves checked as well because yeah. it was something that um wasn't affecting a lot of men and he yeah. fought that so it was just sad to to learn that he um passed from something that's affecting the black community pancreatic cancer so absolutely is um hitting a lot of us so that was that was sad did you um my bad go ahead no go ahead did you uh did you watch shaft at all were you into I, any of Yeah, I, I watched Shaft. I didn't watch the new Shaft, but I watched I cool. watched old school the old school original Shaft. Um yeah, just you know, sad to to hear about his transition. Um, but just like what you said, he definitely pushed um advoc- he advocated for a lot of black black um actors and um just being of a beacon of light for a lot of people who didn't see, you know, their faces on uh, the big screen. So yeah, shout out to, to his family. Um, We give, you know, definitely our love and condolences and prayers go out to them during this time. Yeah. It's, 
<clears throat> excuse me it's like i said it's sad because you know they're getting older yeah like dang you know so like, i remember watching you on that yeah. watching you yeah. on that so it, it's just sad seeing seeing people go you know yeah so it's just you know. it, it's it's yeah and it you know speaking of how he passed um fighting losing the battle of pancreatic cancer and like you said um cancer affects black people tremendously like at astronomical numbers like the it it's something in our food and because it's you know um for people that don't know this food. month is uh breast cancer awareness month yes. and so um you know i recently shared that i i had a lump and uh, i went to self-exam from self-examination and got checked and stuff like that and it was a cyst but y'all Stop playing around with your health, man. Gotta take care of yourself. I I went and I got got a physical. Yeah. I made a point. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go every year on my birthday from now on. Yep. Get the clean bill of health. Gotta work on a couple things, you know. So I'm I'm working on getting everything finely tuned on the body. I was like, hitting yeah. the gym. Yeah. I'm here working on getting it top to bottom so we can make sure. Uh, there's no ailments and it goes back to what you said it's like you gotta make sure the food you're changing some of the things that we're eating even though I was at McDonald's you just had a Big Mac definitely treat <laughs> yourself but you know do it do it within reason like yeah. I and I next every day right and we I, I know a lot of this conversation we we have to take it with a grain of salt because because of you know access and you know food deserts you know, a lot of our communities don't have that opportunity, don't have right. that chance to, 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 to try that, to get that alternative. But damn, we, we got to try somehow. We gotta... <laughs> For those of you that do, right? <laughs> you don't have no excuse. Like I said, right. occasional treating of yourself, but yeah. don't eat it every day. Yeah. But uh, what was, what was your favorite, uh, since you watched that, what was your favorite, what was your favorite line? Do you have a favorite quotable? Do um, I have a favorite quotable? Do you have a quotable? This guy always put me on on the scene. I, uh, I, other than shut your mouth, uh, <laughs> I always love the damn right. Right, I always love the the scenic like pause and turns and the camera. Yeah, that that's <laughs> yeah. I love the cinematography. Like that's what I Gordon remember. Parks. Yeah, that's what I remember. Those are notable for me. Those, like, okay. So, yes, a lot of those black exploitation movies, yes, they are bad. But you have to give them, this was the 70s. Yes. So they're talking in lingo from the 70s. So, of course, if you were watching this in present day, 2023, they're going to be bad. But for the money, the budget that they had, they are really good movies. Yeah, they did it really well. Several of the black exploitation films so i'm like okay yeah the man all that stuff it's funny but if you really look at the storylines they're just some great movies hey, dolomite <laughs> funny what's the one with the, with the uh the lady and she's like i make all you bitches on the stroll don't you forget who you get your money from the black woman or whatever oh, and she's talking to all the foxy brown hoes no with the oh. foxy brown's a good one though I was about to say, who are you What's talking about? What's the um, Black Mama, White Mama? <laughs> you hear that commercial coming up next on Black TV? Like, those movies were hilarious, but um, soundtrack from Shaft, amazing. Yeah. As a case, a phenomenal job. Just 
even if you look at those movies from just turn the movies off and just soil this to the soundtrack. Yeah. But it's like it's phenomenal. It's like, oh my God, when you hear that, he about to kick some ass. He about to jump yeah. through a window or something. But um that's who start we started the accompaniment of music with the, a, the soundtrack, <laughs> soundtrack with the with the film. So yeah. It was uh, phenomenal, but the quote for me is, "It's that do it's my duty to please that booty." Like phenomenal quote, phenomenal quote. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, okay, he about to get so. It's like, what's? It's my duty. It's like, okay, it's very cheesy, but it works. All right, news you can't or can't use. Top number one. Um, Chick Fil A is good, but you know it's not worth um losing your job over. Um, DC firefighters were fired after stopping for Chick Fil A while on an emergency call. The source says it says a DC firefighter with a partner stopped for fast food while on an emergency call in March have been terminated. Uh, a source familiar with investigation uh, news for. Two firefighter EMTs assigned to Ambulance 3 stopped at a Chick-fil-A in Northeast D.C. at around 4 p.m. on March 24th. Instead of responding to a call from a woman who was suffering chest pain at Kaiser Pimente about a mile away. So the firefighter said they had already ordered their food on the app with the emergency call. It came in. So they decided to stop for literally a few minute uh, stops, according to the D.C. fired EMS report obtained by News 4. The report written by one of the firefighters said there was no delay in patient care or response. However, a source familiar with the investigation said reason that the reason the ambulance three was assigned to the call is because it was closer than a medic unit. A trial board heard the terminated firefighter's case and a decision was made to end his employment. A government source said familiar with a spokesperson. A spokesman uh, for DC Fire and EMS would only confirm the firefighter uh, EMT was no longer with the department. The second member of that EMS team is set to uh, have their investigation as well. So they can't they can't get sustenance before they uh, assist or help people. Uh, I mean, you can get the sustenance before you assist, just not when the call is coming in. You know, if you if you on your break and you eat and, you know, you could drive and scarf down while you en route. But you can't while en route stop in the drive through. You, you, you can't unless unless they're OK. There's one way you can avoid. Or there's one way they could have pulled this off, Boogie. You got to go through the drive-thru with the lights on. You got to go through with the lights on. If you just go through and wait, nah. But if you would have went through like, roo, 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 yo, here's my app. Boom. We got an emergency. And then you on your way. Nah, <sighs> wait a second. So they were on their way to Chick-fil-A. Got the damn uh, alert. Yep. And they was like, hey, you still want to get this Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <laughs> but we put our order in. They said it's ready in five minutes. It's on the app. It's on the way. <laughs> you oh, know what? God. That's what that was, Boogie. That was a calculated decision. They was like, yo, it's over on Washington Street. Yo, ain't Chick-fil-A on the way? Yeah, yeah. and we did put our order in on the app, too. We ain't even got to go in. Just pick Bad. it up. Let's go. Let's, we'll swing by. Kill two birds with one stone. Uh, That's what they were trying to do. 
Well, guess what? <laughs> you ain't got no job no more, my man. You know what it was? They probably, you know what? Because sometimes you think you're going to get through Chick-fil-A's line pretty quick, even though when you pay on the app and you still get jammed up. So that's what happened. That's what happened. They were like, you know what? We about to make it. And they they wanted something special. They wanted like the half and half. It was like, we ain't got no. We could, we could, we could make you up one real quick. Cause Chick-fil-A is very, they're hospitable. Yes, you know? they are. They could be like, oh, we're out of the, the the peach smoothie, but you know what? We'll go back here and we'll crush some peaches real quick for you. So they had to wait, and that's what caused them to be late to a lady who was having chest palpitations. You know? <laughs> hey, my man, we got places <laughs> to go. We trying to we need to save lives out here. We got a cold force that like where's my food? <laughs> like I just this is one of those ones where uh... if Nate is the driver of this ambulance and you know i love me some chick-fil-a i shouldn't be saying that because you know that they're, they're they're very racist and they don't like gay people but they do make a good chicken sandwich just gonna throw it out there God. if i'm driving <laughs> if i'm driving that ambulance we're gonna go to a lady who's having heart problems i'm sorry that could be like what if that was my mom like what if that was my granny what if that was buggy i'd yeah. be like yo i gotta get the buggy she's having heart pains like come yeah. on like you can't <sighs> Plus, plus, as as much nice customer service as, as hospitable as they are, you could easily go back and be like, "Look, I would take pictures. I'd be like, I can't show you her face, but I was here when I was supposed to pick up my order. I got literally got called on this call. They will, they'll make you, they'll make your stuff fresh. Honestly, they might give you a couple of gift cards. They'd be like, "Thank you for saving lives. Here, here's a couple of free sandwiches. You know, just come on, spend the block on Chick Fil A. Go save those lives. Ugh, good luck, my man's." I can think of like this is not something that you can go home and tell your spouse or your loved one, or whatever. So why did you get fired? I went to Chick Fil A. Were you on lunch? Was this? No, it was during emergency call. You deserve to get fired. Like you deserve to get fired. <sighs> there is no, if if I'm if I'm the lawyer and you call me, I'm like, you did what? Like, so you so what would you? You, you want some? What you expect? You do realize this is a closed, open and shut case. Right? I'm actually going to file a lawsuit on behalf of the other person right. because this is this is negligence. Like, yeah, Chick Fil A is good, but not that good. Have you had their breakfast? Off, off topic. Have you had their breakfast? I I did when I was when I was uh, dabbling into that top type tier. of food. It is top tier, man. They make, although I don't go there often, because again, they, they're very problematic, but the times that I'm craving a chicken biscuit in the morning, I will hide my face and go through that line, give me a little <laughs> chicken biscuit, you know, sometimes I will get the cheese on there, sometimes if I'm feeling frisky, put a little egg on there. Yeah, this is why we Delicious. will never progress in life, okay? <laughs> this is why. <laughs> Look, I don't go there. I used to have a problem that I wean myself off, because they gave you so much free stuff when you use the app, so I was like, you know what? No, I'll take a stand here. But every so often when they like free chicken biscuit, I'd be like, I had had breakfast. So, you know, the hunger pain, I'm still in the struggle. That's why I said I'm remember that meme of like Russell Wilson like eating and being like, that's me. Like I, I'm I'm that that's me. What's the rest, but not Wilson. But you know, do better, y'all. Do better. Chick-fil-A is good, but it ain't worth getting fired over. Sorry. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, let's get to this ad and we'll uh, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. 
they need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess okay they also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right pieces like earrings that's what i have on now here right here necklaces purses rings just to name a few okay right now our subscribers our listeners our watchers you 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 can get 20% off when you use the code late night okay l-a-t-e-n-i-t-e -E. go on over to their ig it's rosevoke styling at rosevoke styling um easy everybody knows that okay let rosevoke styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet wow style is a choice upgrade yours with rose vogue styling again you can get 20 percent off if you use our code late night okay l-a-t-e-n-i-t-e -E. support a black business okay support us when you support them you're supporting us okay now let's get back to the show you know boogie everybody wants to be a rapper these days and some people probably shouldn't be a rapper or at least if you're going to be a rapper you should at least rap what you know you should be truthful in your raps a lot of people are getting caught up because they're rapping things that they either didn't live or they're just telling too much and getting jammed up uh, michael irvin had something to say a little bit about uh, this topic here i got a son he he, he raps his, his rap name is tut tarantino if you ever listen to some of his raps, I'm like, oh, my God, where does this come from, son? You grew up in a gated community your whole life, but he's rapping my life because we romanticize and fantasize about that old thug life, ghetto life and all of that stuff. Ghetto life. <laughs> I love when old black people say ghetto or they ghetto say life. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> it's just like, um, okay, so this it's funny on a lot of levels because yeah. there are a lot of suburban kids who do things like this. Um, there's a lot of gated community kids who do things like this. Um, I don't know, it's it's weird. And I can say this coming from experience of being a suburban kid and having to, when you're growing up, you're trying to straddle that lane mm -hmm. of figuring out your identity, um, especially when you go to one of those high schools that's like half suburban, half hood. So you're like, where do I fit in? It's you want to wear certain clothes. You want to talk a certain way. But everybody knows like, ah, you grew up on the other side. And yep it's okay to grow up on the other side, but oftentimes we make you feel bad for, for growing up there. Um, I wasn't the gated community kid, so I don't know that level of it, but I do know the level of being the only black kid in the neighborhood and then being, oh, there's two black families in the neighborhood and then three. So we can't mess this up because it's going to ruin it for the, so I, I do know that level of, of where he's at but also i didn't take it to the point of being tarantino you know um i think my parents did a good job of talking to me and also letting me see both sides mm -hmm. and also setting up what reality was of being like hey those guys you see on tv who 
uh, wear these chains or wear these clothes, that's not real. That is a facade for 90% of them. So I appreciated that, you know, so that that was cool. But the rapping about other people's lives and stuff you don't know, I think that's comical. Well, this is coming straight up out of uh, a page of B-Rad's book on uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Like, this is just funny to me. I Shout out to, to Michael Irving for really calling this out because a lot of people... Oh, yeah. A lot of parents I know, they just keep it on the hush hush, and just allow their kid to yeah express themselves. They just roll their express eyes. Express to, to <laughs> share to share what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I lived in a in a in Chicago, big city, but I lived on the north side. I, I also frequent the south side because most of my my cousins and family was out there and I knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, when you go back, you know, it's like, oh, you guys live like this. <laughs> yeah, I knew what it was. And, uh, you know, I'm always reminded, like, granted, being on the north side don't mean, that don't mean anything. Because yeah. I also was living in in, in semi-harsh uh, areas as well. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that just because you're on the north side in Chicago, yeah, it's, it's suburban, but it also goes down. <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted. <laughs> Howard North Pole is where yeah. I reside for a while, and I I realize a lot of stuff went down. So it, the, the the point is glorifying these these actions from rappers clearly has has done a number on the the youths for them yeah, wanting is. wanting to to emulate and replicate said um said actions you know there are a lot of rappers that are actually just speaking their truth and saying this is what i had to do to get out the mud and for some reason the people that are listening are connected to well this is what i gotta do in order to be like this you know in order for me to be successful i gotta do exactly what get they're the doing too. yeah you can get out the mud but it could be uh like that comes with that yeah it's a, it, it could be it could be different mud like i i, I just want everybody to uh, not everybody but uh, i think a lot of parents there are a number of parents that will allow kids to listen to said music and also teach and share and remind them that hey this is not our story right this is not our family story. This is not a lot of black people's story. Black people's story <laughs> might struggle, but the struggle might look a little different. Right. There's levels to everyone's struggle here. Yeah. And, you know, I have a, speaking of rapper, I have a sibling that's a rapper. What's his name? No, no, no. Okay. If you don't, don't say the name if you don't want to. Is, no, no, no. Is it... I don't, no, no. I'm, I'm using this as, a, as an example because my brother, aka Big Glow, Way raps, better than Tarantino. Yeah, raps raps about being in love, okay, and okay. living on Chicago, but moving up in to the north side and having to deal <laughs> with people trying to get him to join gangs and stuff. Like he raps about things that he knows personally about that actually makes sense. And he was like, he, "There's a line in one of his songs where he was like, y'all talking about, uh, uh." bringing down a body 
getting a body. I'm talking about <laughs> laying down with a chick. Like I don't know. I don't. Those these two. We are life. not. The, yeah, we are not the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I I just want everybody to understand. Like you can be successful and be a creative and not have to follow the 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 crowd. Like stop being a sheep and you understand. Have a blicky. Right. <laughs> There's no need for all of the, I get it. All, all of this glorifying sounds good, but in reality, I think we need to bring back BTS. Like those, those, um, a a lot of artists before they release a a film, uh, release an album, they like to do these documentaries so that you can get an idea of what it, what it's like, you know, uh, who they are or whatnot. But let's let's give them the, the raw and unedited version sometimes. Behind the music. Behind, what was it? Uh, behind the yeah. video. Yeah. All that. It's, I think, Tarantino, just rap about what you know. You That's live it. in the gated community, rap about the gated community. Like you said, rap about how you rich and how you out here, you get top tier ladies or whatever it is that you do. Rap about that. I feel like it's so disingenuous when, when you rap about your dad's life. Everybody knows about Mike. Everybody knows his past when he grew up in high school and his days at the U and all that stuff and yep. with the Cowboys. But yep. you can't rap about that. If I'm listening to you, I'm like, you rapping about Mike? Like, what are you doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, like I just, just that that to me is lame. Just like rap about what you know. God. Also, do a better job on coming up with your name. Like, do a better job with your name. But I think the to, to your point though of just be yourself. Be who That's you it. are. And I, I think I, I kind of leaned into it more of, hey, I'm corny. I get it. I'm not corny guy. It is what it is. The the whole, like, the baggy, oversized jerk. Yes, we all wore the jerk. We all did all yes. that stuff. But then once you decide you're going to grow up, it's just like, look, you can lean into your corniness, and it's okay. And you understand, like, hey, if you don't rock with this level of corn, that's fine. Some other people will, and you find your tribe of people that you can that you can be around. You don't have to to glorify or be anything that you're not and most but, of the people who yeah. if you look at the comments they're like this nigga's a gated community kid he rapping yeah. about the stuff that we're trying to get away from yeah it's like bro read the room like i rebuke me. i rebuke uh that idea of you like of you being corny being corny or just why 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 when you figure out who you are and you lean into those things that you like, why does it have to be quote unquote corny? It, just because it's not of the the norm. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I get what you Well, I guess it's okay. It's if, if we're going by the norm standards, it's corny. I'll put it that way. But to me, I'm just like, okay, sometimes, yeah, you know, I lean into the dad jokes. Who doesn't? You know, so there's, that's why I say corny like that. It's, there's levels to corn. It's not the, uh, mm-hmm pocket protector level of corny but you know it's just like huh he's cool he has his moments you'll you find know? you'll find your you'll find your tribe regardless kids you know what i'm saying just be you stop trying to i'm telling you it's not worth the years <laughs> trying to fit in because trying to it fit really is trying to fit in is the worst feeling it took me forever to get to that point i was yeah. 5 11 in fourth grade trying to fit in with these trying to fit in with these short ass people (laughs) (laughs) okay 
Uh, so I know they was roasting you. They was roasting me, okay? <laughs> Chicago kids back in the the 90s? What? I, I've been tall all this time. I've been the same height since former grade. <laughs> been dunking on all y'all little niggas since yeah. the grade. So let's, yeah, just it just it's, feels better once you figure out like, oh, exactly. damn, I could be myself and people will still like me. Exactly. Let's do this. That's that's the beauty of it. And I, I've obviously life is a teacher of all of this. Some of these things you don't learn and right away. It's some of us. It's, it's a journey of, of finding a finest. But in his case, bro, you're living a gated community. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> you don't even have to go on the journey that most of us went on to find this. You can just live your rich kid life and whatever those rich kid gated community struggles are. Like, just just do that. And and I'm not going to lie, Boogie. I did listen to some of the raps. I did listen to some of them. Uh, yeah. No, this is, you know what this was? <clears throat> this was a father who knew. He was like, okay, you're not going to play sports. That's fine. You don't have to have an athletic legacy. That was my legacy. But you suck at rap. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to call you out so people will go and maybe they'll at least YouTube it and run the numbers God. up. That's what it was. This was a play. He was like, maybe. you know what? Let's run these numbers up. I hope so. So good luck, my man. <laughs> good luck, Tut Tarantino. <laughs> uh, it is time to get to uh, one of my favorite segments. Y'all niggas is tripping. Who you got this week, Boogie? My you niggas is tripping has it. Well, it's going off to the Missouri cop, Matthew McCull- McCulloch. <laughs> A police officer with the St. Louis County Police in Missouri. He's been charged with 11 felony counts, including endangerment, the welfare, endangering the welfare of children, unlawful use of weapon, and first degree terrorist threat after the shooting on October 15th. Listen to this. Your man's decided that it was a good idea to start shooting in the air <laughs> and shouting out, you are all going to die, firing his gun at a Halloween party for kids while he was off duty. My mans, my mans, what what are we doing here? This is, didn't we just talk <laughs> about, didn't we just talk about gory, crazy, over outlandish, movies well guess what this is one of the realities that i'm telling you that happens that we do not account for and yet it happens it's real life out here (laughs) at a halloween party at a halloween party i'm gonna go scare some kids boop 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 like i just (laughs) i just i don't understand he was probably sober too he was probably sober so can you imagine him when he's drunk at the party like, come on, bro. Yeah, it. The document said there was hundreds of parents and children that were present at this party, and your <laughs> man <laughs> was surrounded by kids. And he displayed his handgun and his badge and started firing his weapon. Who does this a dozen <laughs> times? Come on, this man. sounds like a Seth Rogen movie. What you're reading to me sounds like something that would only happen like on a movie. There's just no way you're like, hey, here's my badge. Now here's my gun. We're all gonna die. Boo, boo, boo. Like, come on, bro. 
Oh like, God. This, this is just yeah. This ain't New Year's. This ain't Fourth of July. You can't just pull out your gun and be like, Arriba. No, you can't. <laughs> what are you doing, my This man? is next level scary though. A hundred people and you just letting off rounds. And it's like, bro, you know that's gotta come down at some point. What are you doing? Yeah, like, they uh, yeah, they um, just a heads up, the elementary school that was associated in that neighborhood, they uh, canceled school for school for the following day, uh, and offered <laughs> counselors. They offered counselors and social works to support uh these traumatized kids. So all okay? these kids went to this school, like <laughs> it was hundreds. <laughs> I, I, they, I guess, yeah, it was a Halloween party. Oh, I, all right. they, yeah, they all went uh, to the same house. Oh, this must be. Is this a small town? I'm like, okay, I, I got questions, but all right. I mean, it's St. Louis, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, all right, St. Louis. Yeah, all right. So I'm Ombre, 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 Ombre. Do better. Uh, who you got? <laughs> Um, I'm giving mine to uh, David Emerson. Uh, he's been charged with 83 counts of huh. attempted murder after he uh, was caught trying to shut off the uh, the engines mid-flight. Ah, interesting. Uh, Emerson was an off-duty uh, pilot who was uh, authorized to sit in the cockpit on a San Francisco-bound flight 2059 while being seated uh, behind the captain and the first officer says he attempted to activate the horizon air carriers jet fire suspension system mid flight from Everett, Washington. Uh, this is when he pulled a valve in the wing. Uh, it closes the shut off fuel to the engine. Uh, said Alaska airline spokesman after they are pulled, it says there's some residential fuel uh, remains in the line and the quick reaction of the crew uh, to reset, restored uh, the fuel flow that prevented the fuel starvation. It says the captain and first officer detained Emerson, uh, disrupting his plans to stop the flight. The aircraft made an emergency diversion to Portland, Oregon, and Emerson was taken into custody. He also faces, uh, again, the 83 counts of reckless endangering of other persons and one count of endangering an aircraft uh, in the first flight. Um, he did go, I uh, did, I followed up on this. It says that, um, they found out he had took some, some, some shrooms, uh, like 48 hours <laughs> ahead of time, um, because he was having issues with sleeping. He was having a lot of other issues. So he took these, uh, he thought that they would be out of his system. Uh, and the shrooms is what caused him to hear voices telling him to shut off the engines. <laughs> Shrooms is not for relaxation. Who told you that, man, my man? <laughs> well, you know, so he probably went to one of them dealers that he saw on a park bench, and he was like, oh, yeah, he's going to help me relax. Every person that I know that has, has, has taken shrooms has always been like, yo, you want to be in a place where you can't hurt yourself. You want to be in a vibe where it's, where it's just very peaceful because anything that is what is it uh dark or scary can really send you on a bad trip i, I flying gives a lot of anxiety Man. for a lot of people even when you're sober i can't imagine being on an airplane going through turbulence and on shrooms like bro what are you doing and the fact that they the fact that he thought it was okay to sit in the cockpit 
Yeah. Well, see, you know what they do is they always I've I've always seen them doing that for extra crew members. They'll always sit yeah. either in that. Cause I'm like, why you got three people in there? Or sometimes it'll be four people and they're just sitting yeah. in those extra seats. That's their, yeah. I guess, their buddy pass to get to wherever they gotta go. Yeah. Or you see extra crew members on there. So I I, I get that that's not necessarily um uncommon to yeah. to hear. Um, you know what was what was also crazy is they were they gave them travel vouchers. Uh, they gave all of the patrons travel travel vouchers and everything um, for this. And I honestly, there's not enough money in the world on this travel voucher that you can give me. I'm I'm not well, accepting that. I could have died, as well as we didn't even get to our destination. <laughs> that too. I first of all, you're going to uh, give me a travel voucher, um, but you're also going to you eat this lawsuit. You don't eat this lawsuit. I'm suffering emotional damage. Honestly, I don't know if I'll ever be able to get on an airplane ever again for less than five million dollars. So you know, because my life was my, my life was in danger here. I'm, I'm wheezing in bags and everything because you got pilots that want to be on drugs while they are, even though they're off duty, they still are on drugs in the cockpit. Yeah, it's been a lot of, uh, it's been a lot of random occurrences in in the airport, like it has airplane, been. and it, <laughs> I, I just, I, I saw Quite the the tipping of it. the airplane. I don't know if you saw that tipping on the airplane yeah some there was a there was a uh a airplane um being boarded and the the plane like tipped up tipped in the back oh i did not i did not see that one but i know what you mean because it's not weighted properly yeah like that hey man something is going on <laughs> in airline industry areas what i, I, I know there's a lot of strikes going yeah. on and stuff like that listen Pay them their money. Give it all to them. Give it all to them. You talking about the scariest <laughs> job alive? If something goes wrong, <laughs> I, I I think the the crew members for for reacting very fast, yes. uh, quickly because they know themselves. If Man. they don't act. <laughs> They going down too. Like you can't just be like, "Well, this ain't part of my job." My God, no. that is one of the things where it is like, you know, they well, they're talking to you in like flight school or anything yep. in case there's an emergency. Refer, but there will never be anything like this. This is the one time where it actually happened. Like, what do I do in this situation? It is like, thank God they was like fuel release. Let's. Do it's like in the movies when they're like, okay. Steady, steady yourself, Johnson. Yep. You got this. And yep. it's just like, so they really was on yep. some shut off the lines. All right, yeah. now make it steady. Yeah. First off, first off, let's let's go back here. Let's think about how crazy this is here for a second, Boogie. Yeah. One, you got to beat his ass to keep him from trying to. Hold him down. <laughs> to keep Because he out here seeing mushrooms right. and rainbows and. <laughs> The Lord, oh my! He here in spirits that ain't there, telling him to fucking uh, uh, crash this bird in the sky. So you got to one of the pilot or the assistant. You got to hold him down while the other guy's like, okay, now shut the fuel off and get us back. That is the most scariest thing ever. Pay them, get them a raise for one and a couple days off because they need it. Like and and also don't let nobody who ain't supposed to be in a cockpit in there ever. They gotta they really gotta work on that. Like yeah, that's sorry, a, that's a weirdo. Be you better. I know. <laughs> I know that's butts in a seat is losing money, but 
But you better get them their seats. Exactly. Get you, them them empty seats. <laughs> you got locked that door. This is this is also one of them reasons why I'm so nice to people because I'm like, hey, thank you for landing this safely. Thank you for getting this because it's like that's me all day. How your day has been, but yep. also I, I'm inclined now to be like before. You take this plane up in the air. Can we get some breathalyzer tests done by a federal Woo! agent? All right, they have passed. You guys are clear to hit the sky. It's like we need to do something. Yeah, something. Is... Yeah, something got to be done because we've definitely had a number of pilots <laughs> come come back with a little little taste in their breath. <laughs> Just a little taste. A we had to. Taste, <laughs> we had the dude that was was doing cocaine with the strippers uh, a couple weeks ago. I was like, what is going on? Listen, we do not care what you do outside of the job, but if it affects the job itself, you 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 gotta have a buffer. You, like your time, you, you, you're killing us here, man. And clearly the window's not 48 hours. There's there's no. gotta it's gotta be longer than 48 hours, my guy. Like we we, we can't do this because yeah. you can't function. Like this was you were even off. You couldn't even function on an off day. You weren't even working. This is a sign that drugs are yeah, not for scary. you, bro. Dare uh, I say, dare I say, they might need to start drug testing these, I think these pilots. There, there's some jobs that I don't care if you drink. You just can't drink on the job, obviously. Yeah. But we need to have breathalyzer and drug yeah. tests because it's yeah. like, look. And it, Okay, look. Even this. <laughs> Before they can <laughs> unlock the those... Uh, those... <laughs> Put that breath in real quick. <laughs> Before you see them little uh them yep. little highlighters in the air, yep. go ahead and blow on this tube for me real quick, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we good. We got pilots on standby in case yep. you blow. Let's like go. We, we need to have like a point point oh eight for the sky. Like, no, you can't fly this. Like 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 yeah, come that's on. scary. But yeah, they yeah, that's that's scary. Like that is that is is crazy to me, and also you know it's one of those situations where if it, I can't the, the passengers I'm losing. First of all, okay, first of all, look, I need some Febreze in this cockpit. I need some Febreze in here because I yeah. would have let out so many shits in the air. Like, what is going you, on right? Oh, uh, you be nervous passing gas. I would be. You be flatching. It would be everything going. It would be so many emotions. I can't imagine even being. In 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 economy, I'll be back there losing. Where's my mask? I, where is the gas mask or right. the the, the drop? Like, yeah, drop. Because I'm like, this is not supposed to happen. I need more than a ten thousand dollar voucher. I'm 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 suing you. I'm not signing this voucher. I'm yeah. not signing that. Of course, that's and, what they're trying to do. They're trying to they're trying to minimize the lawsuits that's about to happen. Because baby, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, it's you happening. Know what? else they should have did it's a major lawsuit they should have because you know they probably was like let's get him off the plane first no keep him on the plane let everyone get their bags and deboard and everyone that walks off you could punch him get you get one lick in boop 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 get a couple binks in because you put us through this everyone gets to wail on you one time let 100 people wail on you 83 counts of yeah. of 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 what murder like come on bro <laughs> Yeah. attempted murder like boy even johnny cochran if he were he couldn't get you off that like you are going down bro he's like my hands are tied buddy <laughs> let us be a lesson to all of you don't do shrooms and then you know try to heavy function uh, and try to move around and do things like operate no. heavy machinery like come on y'all yeah. like what are y'all doing ass down. <laughs> but also 
I, we someone needs to really look into pilots and 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 them going out like y'all be really going out having y'all don't know how to like turn the fun down like there's levels to having fun and y'all just be going balls to the wall like chill out cut it out let's get to uh this final ad we'll be right back for the final topic Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real, a lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at Chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles and man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. Man, these wax museums have done it yet again, Boogie. They uh, first they messed up Lil Wayne at uh, a wax museum in Tennessee. Then there was a wax museum in Paris that got the rock one hundred percent wrong here. Um, you know, I've been to a wax museum once, and every time I go in, or well, the one time I went in there, every time I see pictures of wax museums, I seem like this is a trend of like they just they do this on purpose, like they purposely do this to get it wrong. But in these two cases, they really, really, you know, messed up. Like I, I don't know what this what they were doing when they were doing little Wayne, but I, I was like, y'all didn't even try. Like you, you just. Even he was like, sorry, Wax Museum, but that shit ain't me. You tried, though. I appreciate the effort. Like, it's just like, you know, they should get the person that does, like, the statues for, like, the 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 Hall of Fames for the NBA and, like, the NFL, though. Because that whoever that those people are, they get it pretty spot on. Like, they how get, come you can't they get, get those paid. people? They get paid. That's why they ain't got the money or resources to do that. <laughs> what's the point of having a wax? Yeah, they they're getting paid. What's the point of having a wax museum? Like, cause somebody explained it that to me first off. Cause there's a lot of uh, there there are a number of museums that have waxes figures for for some reason of these uh, outside of Vegas and maybe. Yeah. The, the one in Paris, the one that clearly messed up. I, Vegas is a is a tourism central place where, you know, stars and stuff, they, I get it. Or Los Angeles, I get it. But Tennessee? 
So, um, Boogie, have you, have you ever been to uh, like no. Duluth, uh, Iowa, or Knoxville, Tennessee, or I've never, no, Paris, no. Texas, or nope. uh, any of those West Bumblefuck type of towns? Nope. Um, outside of like University of Tennessee and Knoxville, I, I gotta think that you probably don't see a lot of celebrities in these in these small towns. Gotcha, and gotcha. some of these people, you know, like you said, they might not be venturing out to the big old city. Like, you know, New York or L.A. So this might be the only draw they have in some of these small towns. Like, let's go on down to the Country Wax Museum, something like that. And they're seeing, like, Michael Jackson. Or, you know, they're seeing Little Wayne for the first time because they're not going to see him in person. This is the highlight of their life. This was a lot of people's first dates in those towns that only had, like, one stoplight. You know, like, this was the joy of them growing up. I got you. It's probably why they have yeah. those museums. I, I myself, never gone, will never go. Don't want to take a picture next to any <laughs> of these. I, I, it, like even if I was with or next to any of these uh, artists, famous people, I wouldn't ask for a picture anyway. Um, but I, I, I get it, and yeah, you know. It takes two seconds to just go online to to see yeah. complexion and they didn't even try. Yeah, no, no effort, no effort like, for the rock. And he said, for the record, I'm going to have my team reach out to our friends at the Grieving Museum in Paris, France, so we can talk. We can work at updating my wax figure here with some important details and improvements, starting with my skin color. And next time I'm in Paris, I'll stop by and have a drink with myself. So it's just like you kind of got to nail the key details here, like the yeah. skin. I understand the face might be a little off, but this is a white guy that's trying to sell you some furniture art van. This guy here, he can tell you to upgrade the package on, on your Subaru. Like this is what this guy here is doing here. Like this guy here in this picture, he knows about 401ks and CDs. This does not look like The Rock. This guy looks like that's yeah. some great varnish you got on that floor there. That's what this guy is here. Yeah, he looks like he is trying to sell you your next X one fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like he sells insurance plots. <laughs> you know, that's knocking at any day now. Like, come on, like what? What are we doing here? This is a, a Mr. Clean reject. You know, like this is the Rock stunt devil in all the Fast movies. When you see the Rock jump out that window, this is him. This is the guy who's doing. Before this. they CGI, they add this guy in. Like, yo, so they, they're making the update here, and here's what they said after the criticism. The Grievance Managing Director, Yves Delamahu, no, I pronounced that wrong, <laughs> addressed the viral criticism. He revealed that they added the Dwayne Johnson wax figure a week ago on October 16th. He said, we got a big surprise when we put him under the lights. His skin tone seemed too pale, and we suddenly realized we might have gotten it wrong. Eve's ex Ives explained, <laughs> it's probably Eve's. Eve's explained the process of creating the wax figure. Painting on wax is very complicated. It's a, it's, it's as long, it's a long process. It's like oil painting. They worked on his skin texture using photos, and we know that Dwayne Johnson looks very, very, I didn't continue reading, they cut it off, but so if they were using <clears throat> photos, I want to know 
what type of low quality printing that they they were using here like what kind of printing paper what kind of ink were were you guys using here you might want to you know change like them color cartridges because they the printer did you wrong also have y'all not seen the rock or anyone who comes from like the pacific islands those people aren't pale like that most of them don't look like that like come on y'all what are y'all doing Whatever 3D printer they was using, uh, <laughs> throw it out. <laughs> toss them joints away. It's like, man, like even the little Wayne one. I'm like, this looks like a little gremlin. Like, I don't know what this this little guy is here, but do better. But also, Boogie, you know you've made it to the pinnacle of stardom when they get it wrong at a wax museum. I feel like that's top tier stardom. Forget having the star on the walk of fame. They got to get you wrong at a wax museum. That's when you know you made it. Top tier success. Good luck. We have come to the end of another amazing episode. But before we get up out of here, it is time for that nothing blunt fact. A lot of y'all don't know this, but I was talking to Boogie about this. I have made a conscious decision to stop vaping. Excuse me. I will only probably vape in situations where, you know, I can't, you know, light up the flower. But for the most part, I am letting go of the vape. It's only the eddies and or the butt. But here we go. Here is the nothing blunt fact. Sometimes you got to get away. And getting away does not mean that you don't like anyone. It does not mean that, oh, you're going through something. It just means you are just trying to get away and have time and peace to yourself there is nothing wrong with solitude sometimes you just gotta unplug and be to yourself take it and do with that what you will go find yourself it's a nice day out there go for a walk y'all that is the blunt fact we're getting better boogie we're getting better we we, we, we trying like subscribe on all of your podcast platforms shout out to the day ones we appreciate you what you got for the uh the folks there boots thank you so much for listening and watching us each and every week uh don't forget to smash that bell um to get all of our notifications when our content drops immediately when it does you will get it if you smash that bell notification button um, that's it. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that this is your favorite podcast. They should be listening as well. Tune in. Well, yeah. said it all. She said it all. And if you don't do after that, I don't want to say it. Don't want to say Yep. But I will say this. I do thank God and appreciate y'all for tuning in to your favorite late night podcast. And sometimes she's doing it. I'm Adrian Brandy, girl.